Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 3. Beginning in verse 1, we read, Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea and Herod being the tetriarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetriarch of the region of Eturia, Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetriarch of Abilene. During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. He came into all the region around the Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance for sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, quote, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make ready the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley will be filled, every mountain and hill will be brought low, the crooked will become straight, and the rough ways smooth. All flesh will see God's salvation. Luke, it seems, was forever the detail man. And here he's very precise in his historic record. Tiberius, you see, took over as Roman emperor after Augustus reigned from 27 BC to his death in 14 AD. Now Luke records several political positions and those who filled them, giving us a fairly accurate timeline. In the 15th year of Tiberius was probably around 26 or 27 AD, making Jesus roughly 30 years old at that time. Now there are signs here and elsewhere in scripture and uh, also in the secular record that the religious world at that time was in as much of a chaotic state as the political world was. In times such as these, God has a tendency to bypass the religious elite and frankly go directly to a humble servant, often those of the lowest social class. Now in this case, God passed by all the priests and all the religious for one man by the name of John. He was a man, not in a temple somewhere, but out in the desert. It seems it matters little where a person is physically, but only where he or she is spiritually. If you are the right person, seeking to be used by God and living in that expectation, God will find you wherever you are and use you accordingly. John 15:16 speaks of this saying, you didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatever you will ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. John preached a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Baptism was not and is not what saves us. Rather, it serves as a testimony of the fact that an individual has repented or turned away from his sin and is now a new creature. And as 2 Corinthians 7.10 says, Godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, which brings no regret. And what that means is that real repentance will not be denied or rejected later. If it is, it was not real repentance in the first place. 
It seems herein the kingdom of heaven had arrived. Not in the form of a creed or a religion or a belief system, but in the form of a savior redeemer in the person of Jesus Christ. Prepare the way of the Lord. That call continues to resound through the ages and is answered even now by the few to whom the kingdom of heaven has come to rest within. John, born within the priestly lineage, he could have had position and status, yet he chose instead to answer the call of God and to deliver that same call to others. Such a response will not make a man popular among the masses, but he will know the presence and peace and the power of God. Verse 7 says, He said, therefore, to the multitudes who went out to be baptized by him, You offspring of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, produce fruits worthy of repentance, and don't begin to say among yourselves, We have Abraham for our father, for I tell you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe also lies at the root of the trees. Because every tree, therefore, that doesn't produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Brood of vipers? Now that's some serious language. Some may hear those words of John as being mean or demeaning. But you know, those who came out to the desert to hear John, they were not ignorant of the scriptures nor of the prophecies. They were not some sort of victim. They knew the truth. Jesus himself had some blunt and leveling things to say towards these who knew the truth yet refused to acknowledge it. And John too was a man who never minced words at the expense of the truth and the message of redemption. John was called by God, and he answered that call with all he could find within him. Many of those who came out to John desired to be baptized, but their hearts, you see, their actions even, failed to represent what and who they truly were inside. You see, John was calling for fruit, proof through action that they did indeed believe. It had to be, it has to be even today, more than just some sort of mental assent. In John's day, they had their Jewish blood and heritage. They had Abraham. They thought this was enough to make them right before God. Today, we have church and religion. We have Christendom the machine of the righteous. But again, such is not enough. For, quote, unless you are born again, you will not see the kingdom of God, end quote, John 3, 3. John here, speaking the straight truth, cuts to the heart of the issue. The, quote, axe is laid at the root of the trees, end quote, and every tree that fails to produce good fruit is, quote, cut down and thrown into the fire, end quote. You see, Jesus would test the reality of a man's repentance. It doesn't matter how green and tall the tree is. Unless there is fruit produced, it is still worthless, and it is cut down and burned. Think about that for a minute. Am I producing any fruit? Matthew 7:16 says, By their fruits you'll know them. Do you gather grapes from thorns or figs from thistles? And then John 15, verse 8 tells us, in, in this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so you will be my disciples. There are things I can do on this matter. 
In the story of the four soils, if you remember, we note that the seed was the same in every aspect of the story. It was good seed. It was just the soil that was different. We do not and cannot change the seed, but we can change the condition of the soil. We can till up the hard ground of our heart, make it receptive to the seed, put down fertilizer, give it water of the spirit, and weed, weed, and weed. The bottom line here is we must clearly understand that the only apple tree that's worth anything is the apple tree that produces apples. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.